0: Riding Around is an improvised recap of a sitcom that never existed. Enjoy! I'm Kelly Quinn. And I'm Malin Von Euler-Hogan. We met as actors on the hit early 2000s sitcom Riding Around, the first network comedy ever to be filmed entirely on and around a bus. And we're still pretty good friends. And now we're doing the official Riding Around
1: fan podcast. Each week, we'll talk about an episode of the show and bring you interviews, fun facts, and behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who are on the bus can tell you. Come ride around with us.
0: Hey there Kelly. Hi Mullen. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. How about you? Uh, I'm feeling like a new woman. I have to say I got a manicure yesterday and it changed my whole outlook. Oh is that right? For the better? Yeah I think for the better. Nice. Yeah I'm uncomfortable with those.
1: Oh for those who can't see because you're listening to this. Kelly just showed me her nails (laughs)
0: and wow they are elaborate.
1: You always ask them to do little designs like that?
0: I I always like them to do something I can't do myself at home because otherwise it's like why spend the money. So, yeah, I got these little doodads on sort of snowflakes um with a face in them and I'm <laughs> they're they're making my day. Cute. Yeah, yeah, that's so fun. And you must love them of course also cuz they're they're Christmas themed. We're yeah. rounding the corn in, into your favorite time of year.
1: We are. Yeah, I was getting some Christmas shopping done earlier today and so I'm tired, of
0: course. Mhm. I know that really takes it out of you. Yeah, Yeah,
1: it does. Just being on my feet that long and carrying things and you know how it is. And Mm -hmm. yeah, but, but it does get me in the mood. And Kelly, I got you something.
0: No. Yeah.
1: And I'm not going to say what it is.
0: Okay. Well, you didn't have to do that first of all. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to, we're spending so much time
1: together doing the podcast and you're such a dear friend to me. And I wanted to show my appreciation for you at the holidays. So I'm gonna try to keep my lips sealed here, but yeah, I got something okay. for you and bah! yeah, I don't, wanna, okay. I, wanna, I don't wanna tell you, so we, we better move on because I'm, I'm gonna say it.
0: <laughs> you have loose lips around. You've never been a good secret keeper. It's something I love about you. Well, I'm excited to receive it in the mail. Oh yeah, I gotta ship it to you, UPS or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, please ship it to me. You know what else I'm excited for, Malin? What's that? Excited and a little nervous, I have to say. Today's guest on the podcast, to recap, season two, episode 12 was a presence that loomed pretty large on set for both of us, I know. And I, I think for some of the other actors as well. I don't know. Do, do, you, do we need to say anything more before we bring her on? Or is that a sufficient in- introduction for our very impressive guest today? I think we'll hear from
1: her if if it wasn't sufficient. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, please join us in welcoming to the pod today our prop mistress, Patricia Fableman.
0: Hi. Hi, hey. Patricia.
2: Hi. It's funny. Normally I'm on the other side of this kind of thing. Funny to,
1: yeah. So how do how do you mean?
2: I, normally, I'm listening to a podcast instead of being on it. Oh, right, right, right. Sure. Totally you listen to a lot of podcasts in the shop.
0: <clears throat> oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Is that so? So um, yeah, we're so grateful that you were open to doing this. You know, I
1: yeah, yeah. I can't say that I always felt a super you know warm or or close connection with you. During riding around, so I'll admit that we were a little hesitant. We had your email, so we took a shot in, in reaching out to you. and Right. And you said, you know, just kind of simple email back. I'll do it. Yeah. So thank you for that. And thank you for being here.
2: I had a lot of trouble with the link. I'm sorry about that.
1: It, hey, it's OK. We're on now. This and
2: My computer, it has, because of the nature of my work, we have a lot of security on it. And so any kind of external link, it's pretty locked down. And so oh, I had course. to I had to get a couple of my my uh, older brothers involved. We all were running around like chickens this morning, just trying to get that link to work, which is uh, hard. Just, you know, understandably, we have to keep things really secure.
0: Right. Yeah. And you mean in your line of work doing props? Mm-hmm. That you, yeah. Okay. You know,
2: it's there's a lot of people out there who want to make want to make a hot dollar mm-hmm. using our 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 backstock and our access to the shop.
0: Right. I You know, that's something, of course, I'm, we can be so myopic, I think, actors and uh, thinking that our jobs are the only ones that matter on set are the most important. But of course, you have access to and mastery of this huge database of props that yep. anyone would want to get their hands on, of course, yeah. extremely valuable.
2: Yeah, there was some article that said that prop master slash mistress are the number one most kidnapped <gasps> profession on set.
0: Is that right? No. Wow. Yeah number one most kidnapped.
2: Yeah, and you're right. And thank you for saying that because I do think sometimes it, that that old chestnut of like actors versus prop mistresses, it's like I don't think of in that way. And I don't think that's what our experience was, you know, like I do like to keep things professional because I don't I don't want to be one of those stereotypical female prop mistresses who, you know, shacks up with one of the actors. I don't want that. That's not why I'm there. You know, this is a family business for me. So, um, but yeah, right. I, I, I do like to keep that line. But I I, yeah. I wouldn't say that we had animosity, would you?
0: No, uh, no, I would no no, no, no animosity. No, no. no. and mm-hmm. that and that would be finger pointing in a way that I wouldn't be comfortable with. I think no, we don't do that.
2: Got it? Because a couple of couple of people who from your cast have come to my door to read me a letter.
0: Oh,
1: okay.
2: Like a therapy homework or something. Oh, I think that's kind of normal. Like after you work with someone for them to that kind of thing happens, you know.
1: Well, that's so funny because we obviously would have worked with whoever was bringing you these letters, and I I haven't gotten one. Right, neither have I. But no, Patricia, I I wouldn't say that I felt animosity between us. I more felt maybe that you constantly thought we were criminals. So it was Mm. the, you give us a prop and it's at risk of never returning. That kind of sentiment maybe pervaded our relationship, I would say. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, that I wouldn't call that animosity, though. I would just call that, no. you know, you're doing your you're doing your job. That's so sweet. Wow. Do you mean it? Oh, uh, Patricia, I don't say things I don't mean. Wow. No. What
2: you just said is the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me.
0: Oh, well, oh, I well, mean. Well, that can't be true. Uh, then yeah, I'll yeah. climb on board and just say you are extremely capable, professional, and that, you know, as much anxiety as that did fill me with at moments, I... Uh, under the anxiety, even deeper buried below that was a sense of security, knowing that you were taking care of all our prop needs on set. And we we're so thankful for that and for your contributions yeah. to the show.
2: Thank you. It was important for me to have a job. And, you know, this is more than that to me. This is a, a calling. I'm a eighth generation prop mistress.
0: No way. Wow. Mm hmm. And you mentioned all your brothers running around helping you this morning. So Yeah,
2: it's a family business.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. that's so fun. So where are you all scattered to the winds in your career then? You were riding around up until 2013. Yep. We'll have to hear from you about where you've been since then. But mm-hmm. where are all your brothers working these days, if they're comfortable with you sharing? Uh, my brother
2: Ron is working on Jack Reacher. He does bombs <laughs> Wow! Wow. Yeah, wow. he breaks the bombs. Uh, my brother Len is working on... They're doing a remake of Bosch. That's great. It's like a a, a lady Bosch.
1: Oh, now that's thing. fun. Oh, I like good.
0: that. It was overdue for that. Yeah. yeah, and
2: she works in a store. So there's a lot of a lot of dressing and a lot of uh, mm-hmm. a lot of props there. So that's, we're excited for him. Mm-hmm. And my sister Mel works on they're doing uh, the Looming Tower. They're doing another season on Peacock.
0: Oh, wow. Now, that's one I hadn't heard of. But Peacock Our ears perk up, of course, because we are, you know, we are are trying mightily to get a Riding Around reboot set up over there. But what's the Looming Tower?
2: The Looming Tower, it's as as if the Nazis had won. Oh. So you can imagine there's a lot of notebooks,
0: a lot of notebooks.
2: So that's a long day for us in the shop. A lot of pulling. Because, of course, they want to see it before they make a decision. They don't want to tell us what they need.
0: You know, they want to be like, well,
2: you show me what, why don't you bring some? And it's mm -hmm. just like, man. Tell me you're a criminal without telling me you're a criminal, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean,
2: sure. Trying to get me to empty my shop. Right. Tell me what you need. That's so
0: true. Wow. Surrounded by that mindset all day. Of course, you start to think that people are criminals or not going to return what it is they take from you because, yeah, it's very arrogant to ask for it in in such a way. Show me what you have. Right. You know, I'll show you. Yeah.
2: I don't say like, oh, why don't you direct, you know, a, a bunch of different episodes. Right, and I'll show and you what I, I like best. Them. Let me watch them.
0: No, no, you no. would never do that. Mm-hmm. I would
2: never do that. I don't I don't have a TV.
0: No, you are not serious. You are a television professional who does not own a television.
2: We say props is in my blood, and I definitely feel that way.
0: Now, are you
1: some one of those who says, I don't own a television, but you're still watching everything just on a computer? Right. Or are you not watching the medium at all?
2: On the computer? No. So my computer doesn't get video. For security Right. Reasons. Oh, right. So,
1: sorry. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Because any kind of video is, it's like a conduit for uh an attack. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Because if I can watch something, they're watching me, which is why I agreed to the Zoom because I know who's watching me.
0: Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. sound
2: so crazy. I'm sorry. No, I, I feel really self-conscious. No, because when I talk to to actors I should remember to call you actors and not what we call you guys in the shop but uh anytime <gasps> we call us in the shop we have to know I can't I can't break code
1: which is this is fun
0: behind the scenes info that we right our listeners love yeah. this kind of stuff uh, I I don't
2: but know if you it's okay like if there's it. a
0: code if there's a code we'd, there's you
2: know. a code I, I there's okay. a target on my back if I say what we called you
1: okay oh, wow well okay. i'm sure it's flattering whatever it is i'll say it's a
2: kind of uh what's the word for a person place or thing noun it's a type of noun
0: okay all right well that can't be so bad there's you know there's a lot of nouns yeah how f- bad could a noun be <laughs>
1: Were you just into props from like childhood because it was in your family or was it kind of reluctant fulfilling the calling or?
2: Yeah, no, I was born in the shop. Oh, um,
0: in the shop. That's in the too shop. Funny. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So my mom uh, was working in uh, there was this, this movie called Sales, Sales, Sales. And uh, you can tell by the title, a lot of props. A lot of props, which writers don't think about that when they're writing, but they don't. They're like, let's
1: set it in a store. (laughs) And then that's like, great. And the Fablemans have to deal with it. The Fablemans got to
2: deal with it. Yeah. So then I'm, I'm falling out between the, the coasters and the, the shoes the, not uh, not the wearing shoes, the throwing. You know, in a show, when someone throws a shoe, that's a prop. It's not a costume. Right, right. What?
0: Are you serious? Yeah, that, yeah. So this is my question. Uh, you know, again, in my own little corner, my own little trailer, I said I'm not always understanding the correspondence between the different pieces of our crew. So, so a shoe becomes a prop when it's used as part of a story. So, okay.
2: No, no, no. When when it when it, it it's touched and thrown. Okay. okay. It's a prop. If it's worn and 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 kicked, it's a shoe.
0: Worn and kicked is a shoe, and touched kicked. and thrown, it's a prop. If so, it comes
2: no. in on an actor and stays on the actor, that's costume.
0: Okay. okay.
2: So like if, for example, if the episode where you you guys were holding babies, mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. were costumes.
1: Oh, because they stayed on. Because they the stayed on the actor. On. Okay. Yeah.
2: So that's through the costume department, and it's on them to find the babies. Okay. But if you were to take the baby and go pee, you the stinks and drop it in like a waste basket. That's a prop.
1: That's a prop. I remember there was kind of a kerfuffle season five. Kelly, I think this was a Jackie moment, but your shoe fell off, and it it was just a moment of improv, kind of an mm-hmm. accident, and then there was conflict between between you and Mary who worked in wardrobe about like, well, whose jurisdiction is this shoe now? Because it's fallen off. We want to use it in the shot. Yeah. Right. But it was an. It wasn't intentional, and I, yeah, that was. Yeah, right. I was trying
0: to improvise, make it seem like I had done it right. on purpose, just in case they could use it. You know, I was always yeah. trying to get more moments on camera for myself. But yeah, yeah, that it did end up in a, a bit of a disagreement between you two.
2: Yeah, and like I do appreciate you saying that, and I think moments like that are why we call you what we call you, which again I can't say. But
0: um, sure. Mm, yeah, I think uh, there's this
2: misconception that me and Mary hated each other just because of how often we were, you know, audibly not on the same page on set. Mm -hmm. Um, But I really respect her. I respect the hell out of her. I really respect her. And yeah, she was saying like, the foot is the body. I do the body. And I was like, I'm going to, you know, whatever I said. And I think he said,
1: I'm going to kill you or something, something like that. Something.
2: Yeah. Something. I mean, yeah. For people who are who aren't in the shop. That's shop talk, you know?
0: Right. 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 Yeah, there's got to be a roughness of language that's allowed. You have to be able to express yourself with the people you work with, you know? Yeah, what is and it? like... Everything's getting so PC these days, and I just... I do really wish we could all take a step back and be like, okay, I did... Was she... Was any of us afraid she was literally going to kill Mary? No. no. So what's the big deal no. with all that?
2: Definitely not. And Mary, you know, she's a big girl. She knows. Yeah. This... It didn't go anywhere, you know? It was thrown out in the... uh Courts or it was like it didn't yeah so we're good
0: you yeah know? yeah yeah oh I love to hear that that's great.
2: It was a good episode.
0: That was a good episode. And you know what else was a good episode? This one we're recapping today, season two, episode 12. I don't know if you had a chance to watch along with us. Mm -hmm. We'll just go ahead and refresh you with the synopsis of the episode, and then we can discuss it a little together if that's all right. Mm -hmm. Mullen, do you mind reading that? The regular writers bring their New Year's resolutions onto the bus in order
1: to spend more time achieving them, which creates chaos for Tom. Meanwhile, Lily's designer handbag goes missing.
0: So this obviously very prop-heavy episode for you. Because we're all doing our separate New Year's resolutions.
2: Yeah. That's the thing is every resolution involves a prop. And that's just a famous saying. We've got that on the wall of the shop.
0: No way. Oh, how funny. And you had it even before you shot this episode of television. Yeah. Yeah. It takes up two of the walls in the shop. Wow. Every resolution is a prop.
1: And the writers went and wrote a whole episode just full of them. That's got to be. Now, when you see a script like this, are you guys annoyed or are you excited for the challenge? How do you feel? It's
2: an interesting thing to try to describe to someone like an actor who doesn't have that depth of emotion in their work the way that we do. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think what what I see, first of all, me and my brothers, really, we go at we just we're we're throwing stuff. We're hitting each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just how we do things in our family. That's the Fablemans, you know. Right. Oh, cool. Yeah, you know, we're upset, we're shoving, we're happy, we're we're laughing, we're, you know... So, it, it sounds like
0: a big football game. I love it. It is,
2: yeah. It's a lot like a big football game. And so, yeah, it's, it's happy, it's sad, it's angry. We don't read the scripts. We just go through. We have Len's wife kind of comb through for props.
0: Oh, get out okay. of here. And then
2: she'll make a list of the props.
0: That's great. And how much detail will she go into? For example, you know, my character Jackie in this episode... Sort of classic New Year's resolution wants to get back into shape, wants to improve her fitness. So, how is Len's wife writing down like neoprene dumbbells in this color, or how detailed are we getting here?
2: Uh, I, yeah, I'm just debating how much I can get into it. I'm worried, sort of security wise.
0: Right. Of oh, course. Because sure. um, your to, stock is probably very coveted. So, you don't want to let them know what you have, but you don't want
2: to let them know what we have. And like, I don't want to admit, I, I think it's all right.
0: Well, listen. We we edit these too. So if there's anything you you contact us after and say, "Hey, I talked to my brothers. They don't want this in." we will happy to yank it out.
2: Yeah, yeah. We'll have Len's wife listen to it. And um, but mm-hmm. we'll uh, yeah. It's pretty detailed. Like you just said, it would it would say like workout stuff. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: And then we go to the writer and say, "So what kind of workout stuff?" And they'll say, like, "Oh, it's it says neoprene dumbbells." I don't read the script. That's not for me to do. Right. Isn't
1: that just like writers to want you to have read uh, every word of the thing right. they did? Uh, yeah,
2: really. It's like you would not believe they're almost as bad as <laughs> I can't say it, but you know, right. Actors. no, let's as let's what you guys actors. call us, yeah. gosh, dying right. to
0: know still, but I won't I won't press for it.
2: Yeah. But this was a really this is a tough episode because of the designer handbag. I think that's sort of what you guys were getting at before. Um, we do have a cache of designer handbags. And we keep them pretty locked up. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I remember in one of the sort of just a moment of downtime during this, Lily, the actor who plays Lily, Andrea, was kind of tossing the bag a little. I think just like having a little bit of fun with it. And Patricia, you were there in a
0: sec. I mean, like a hawk. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It just turns my gut thinking about it. It really, it's not, that was not a good day for. No. No, for our industry,
0: right. And sorry to even bring it up, I guess, but just all of that to say, we know as actors, we can be a little careless with things that are of great value to other people.
2: Oh yeah, because you think you're you think you're playing pretend, so that the the bag in your hand is also pretend. It's not. I'm right. on the hook for that. Right. I need to get that back to the shopper. It's my ass.
0: Right. right. And especially when you're working with family, I imagine the the stakes feel even higher, right? Because you're personally then disappointing the people you're working with if you lose a designer handbag or. um uh, you know, a shoe or ha- ha- what, whatever it may be.
2: It's not good. It's not good on the best day. We're really on bad terms with each other. Um, cause that's mm-hmm. just the culture, you know, but yeah. when things go wrong, it's really, that's a, that's a lot.
0: And I remember you even saying it, it the, you know, B story of this episode is that Lily loses a designer handbag and even that right it wasn't that we were going to lose the handbag that you had brought out from the shop but even the fact that in the story something went missing I remember you saying losing things isn't funny yeah it's not funny so yeah you were taking this stuff pretty personal
2: we didn't go I wouldn't say that we went directly to the writers to demand that they change it but we definitely grabbed one of the day players and set it into their mics oh. we put my face on his chest and said change it it's not oh, funny gosh but wow. I think they got the message.
0: Oh, that's so funny! One of the day players set up, and it could have been anyone. That but... was
2: Fred Melamed.
0: Wow, Fred oh. Melamed. That's so funny. Yeah.
2: Okay. He's been in a lot. He's good. Yeah. I haven't seen anything he's been in, but he's good. I know he's good with his props. He's got a he's got a hundred out of a hundred prop return rating.
0: Oh, that's good. Okay. Oh, I so I like yeah, you're that. thinking things in terms of how responsible are they? Yeah. How you know how promptly and and do you get extra points for cleaning it or wiping it off before no. you give it back? Oh, okay. Cause sometimes that's, I did that. No. I always thought I was being helpful. No,
1: no, oh,
2: okay. no. Cause you don't know what wipe to use and that's my job. You're taking money out of my kid's mouth when you do that.
0: Now, Patricia, you're not getting paid sort of a union rate where that, that my behavior in, in that sense wouldn't affect you.
2: I'm saying if you do my job, Right, mm. that makes the dr- the producers say, "Hey, next time we don't need a prop mistress; we'll just have the actress <sighs> do it." Yeah,
0: we'll just have Kelly do it. <laughs> we'll right. just have
2: Kelly do it.
0: Yeah. Gosh, I'm so sorry. I wasn't even thinking about it like that. Yeah. I was thinking maybe I curry some f- favor with this person who hates me. But
2: no, this really chaps my ass when I see like because for us, like what we've been trying to get past with SAG is we don't want actors to be able to touch props at all.
1: Mm.
0: Oh
2: there's all these union rules about like, you know, who can pick up and set something down. And you remember that, uh, Malin, I think the day that I kicked you, I think, uh, <laughs> yeah. you were, yeah. you were putting a vase, you were bringing it back over to us. Yeah. And that you can't do that. But for I me, know. cause, cause it's for me, you put it down exactly where you are. You hold still and wait for one of me and my brothers to come grab it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Um, but I, I, we, we're trying to get it passed. We're trying to get it passed. We don't think that actors should be able to touch props because that's my job.
1: No, that makes sense. And honestly, fewer actors will be kicked if that rule comes into play. So I, I fully support that. I mean, if I wasn't allowed to handle that prop, I wouldn't have been kicked that day. So
2: that's true. Yeah. We're looking out for everyone on set.
1: Yeah. So in your dream show, I mean, how many props would you have? Do you prefer a job with a lot? It's all bad. It's all bad. Yeah. Okay. It's all bad. Uh, When I read
2: a script, when Len's wife comes back with her report, I'm uh like, there better be nothing on that page. And she makes her little face that she makes and she shows me anything, anything that's on there, I'm screaming. Mm. And then sometimes you get one that's pretty much empty and that is also bad.
1: Right.
0: Because then then it's like, what's the
2: point of me? Yeah. Then they're going to have Kelly do it, you know?
0: Right. Right that's so funny again i i hate to keep harping on this but just i've been so foolish all these years thinking okay well actors are sort of a finely calibrated breed right we are we feel things so deeply and that's why we have the jobs that we have but you are experiencing the same exact range of emotions and fears and frustrations in your shop that we are you know in front of a camera and that's so cool to learn that you guys feel all that stuff and are and are thinking it and Gosh, it really will give me a lot to think about the next time I'm back on a set.
2: It, at this point, it's basically a stereotype like, oh, the prop person who, you know, oh, you're so emotional. You should go into props.
1: Oh, OK. So kind of in your world, that's the that's the prevailing mythos around. Well, not just us. I, yeah, I think okay.
2: everyone says that. I've heard everyone
1: say that. I, you know what? It, it's been a few years since I entered the biz. So I, I maybe just am out of touch with kind of the up and coming. Right. Um, Lingo right, because you're
2: and, you're unemployed.
1: Well, at the moment, yeah. I mean, just you know, things have gotten slow over the past between couple jobs. Of years. We prefer to yeah, say, yeah, yeah I right. mean, so
0: slow that I moved to, to New York. You know, I'm here with my daughters now. But
1: obviously, always still training, learning. I'm actually getting into to writing a little bit, Patricia. So, oh, because you can't get acting jobs. Is that how it goes? Mm. Well, you know, it's um, it's a kind of that idea of like you create your own opportunity, opportunity. and yep. right. don't wait for it to come
0: knocking.
2: Oh, got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm Because I think the reboot of Bosch, I think they're looking for a redhead women cops to help lock down set, but also like be in the background of some scenes. Are you? I don't know if you're a cop at all, but I know that they're hiring. I can put in a good word with Len.
1: That's really kind of you. I think I would find that morally challenging um, just to get my feelings Uh, on law enforcement.
0: Um, Here we go. Which Mm -hmm. Kelly is not going
1: to
2: enjoy hearing about. Oh, um, yeah. I don't want to get into it with you guys.
1: Yeah.
0: No. But
1: I appreciate you looking out for me Patricia and if any um non-enforcer of state violence positions open I would I'd love to be considered.
2: Yeah, those are pretty much the ones I hear about so okay. I'll yeah. uh, I'll keep you posted.
1: Well, Patricia, every time we had any sort of background you know actors on on set i would warn them not to cross you mm-hmm.
2: we have a, we have a special connection with background actors it's that thing of like a prop mistress and background actors you know and you see me squatting on the back of my truck looking at them saying you get this back when i get this back and it, it i would take I, we had a system where they give us their driver's license for each prop
0: drivers for each prop so if they had more than one prop
2: yeah they'd have to get another form of id
0: that's so so what's the craziest thing you've ever held hostage to make sure you got a prop back?
2: I don't think the word hostage is appropriate. I'm so sorry. Me. That's for someone like me and my where right. I come from. Right. Every single one of my siblings has been kidnapped.
0: Ah, uh, I'm oh, sorry geez. I'm being so thought- thoughtless. Isn't
1: that a lesson in just checking our language at all times mm-hmm. cuz you think... have to
0: watch what you say? Uh, right. So then to rephrase I guess what would be the the um the most interesting item that you have ever held on to? from an actor
2: uh insulin pump oh.
0: <laughs> that wow gosh okay and they were okay without that for a couple hours
2: no but i wasn't okay without the walkman oh when i Man. hand you a prop it's like i'm handing you my ability to metabolize glucose
0: god you feel this stuff all so deeply and it's incredible to it's hear. a
2: part of me is coming out yeah because yeah. yeah. i'm not okay so why should you be okay because if you walk off that set with that prop, we're not getting it back.
1: Mm-mm. Wow. You know, this is hitting me hard. I, I We've said it a thousand times, but as actors, we have mm. no idea the depth of the experience Mm-mm. of the work that goes into the show outside of our own, you know, very limited experience on set. And so just thank you, Patricia, for coming here thank and telling you. us about
0: it. All right. It's enough to make me want to take up an apprenticeship or something, you know, just to sort of get my hands dirty and experience uh-huh. another side of this business.
2: Are you married? I am. Yeah. Uh, what does he do or she?
0: Oh, uh, he's an accountant. Yeah.
2: Okay. Not on set?
0: No. I okay. mean, phew, no, I he would come to visit set. There was a while where I was... Gosh, we okay. don't need to get into this, but yeah, he was around set, sort of keeping an eye on me because I was pretending not to be married for a while. I'm sure you understand, as a you know, an attractive young woman at the time. Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought, oh, I'd be get, I might be getting more roles if I pretended I was single. So, and Derek didn't love that.
2: Same way in props.
0: Yeah, I I would assume that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, Malin, are you married? Uh, currently, yes. Yeah. Uh, and he does. He work in props.
1: No, he doesn't. He doesn't.
2: And do either of you have a bunch of brothers? Who work in props? No.
1: Do no, either just, of your just parents... just one propless but bro- No. So are you saying that it's essentially impossible to break into the prop industry if you're not already working with a family connection? I don't think that's what I
2: said. I think it's pretty easy. You can have... If you're okay. married in...
0: Okay. You oh. can also have
2: siblings, like a whole bunch of brothers, or if your parents do it. Okay. Okay.
0: But so an apprenticeship just based out of an interest in the profession, that's oh, not possible. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: I'm sorry. I I'm sorry, misunderstood. Absolutely. You can apprentice like... If, uh, one of your uncles, you just apply through him, your uncle who works in props, and then that will, you'll get in that way.
1: Oh, I keep forgetting things are so much more open
2: than they used to be. Yeah. You
1: can go in through your uncle. So through uncle, doesn't have to be just nuclear immediate family. That's cool. Or older cousin,
2: older, like much older, like a different generation.
0: Okay. And and, and an
2: uncle aged cousin.
0: Uh Uh-huh. If for example, someone, you know, maybe like me, for example, has absolutely no one to speak of in their life in any generation from any time who has a link to the props world. That world is off limits to, to me. Correct. Wow. Oh, it hurts to hear, you know.
2: I don't think that's most people. I think that's a pretty small population of people in my experience.
0: Who don't have direct access to yeah. a, a eighth generation prop yeah. shop. Well, I got to say you're living in yeah. a, a sort of rarefied air, <laughs> Patricia.
2: I know people always say that.
0: Yeah. Listen, I remember us chatting on set one day and you said that one of your favorite parts of the job is having the word mistress in your job title. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about that. What, what is that? Is that a feeling of power?
2: Yeah. You know, it's like, I, I think it's that we know that that old, uh, um, what's it called? Cliche of like, oh, you guys are poly. What, what are you a prop mistress? You know, oh, like we no. are very, very, we do a lot of cheating. Um, and it's the long hours.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of infidelity takes place on these sets.
2: A lot. A lot. Most days. Well, Most it's the, you days. You know, the, the emotions are running really high. You know, maybe right. there's a scene in an office or like a classroom.
1: Right. Oh, and then, gosh.
2: Yeah. And then it's late. You know, the crafty, the crafty girls are getting off, you know. Yeah. No, but I yeah, I do. I really like it. It's like I it's like I'm holding a little whip you know?
0: Yeah. Well, we all certainly felt that way. (laughs) I can tell you that much.
2: Yeah. Sometimes I was, but only when the whip was getting thrown on or off screen.
0: Right. If I I was holding it, it, mm -hmm. it's a a a costume. costume. Mm -hmm.
2: Right. That's right.
0: That's so true. Listen, Patricia, we have learned so much from you today and it has been just an utter joy to spend some time with you Mm -hmm. and to reconnect, you know, because it's been so many years at this point where yeah, can your right. listeners find you if they want well gosh bad way to phrase that knowing yeah, that you actually don't want to be found
2: it's good that you corrected yourself i wish you hadn't said it but it's good that
0: you caught it if there were a way to connect with you and continue to ask you questions or follow your work would there be a way for them to do that or you prefer yeah just you can not?
2: find me through Len's wife mm-hmm. probably have her email
0: now are you at liberty to say
1: Len's wife's name it's ashley great Lynn's wife ashley
0: okay yeah. Ashley. Yeah.
1: great Find me
2: through
0: Ashley.
1: In. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah, we can Good. probably do some, we'll do some <laughs> digging around for our listeners and put um, some contact info in the uh, in the yeah. episode notes. Yeah, the
2: email will take me a couple months to open because of the process that we have here, There's but pr- I'll get call. it, you know, I'll get it.
1: And are there any shows that you've worked on recently that, that we could check out to see more of that Fableman prop work?
2: Yeah, I worked on season one of Pan Am.
1: Wow, so that's so a little okay. bit of a throwback then.
2: Right.
0: Um, yeah, it was that's pretty cool. recent.
2: It was what? That was my last job.
0: Season one of Pan Am. Okay. Now I'm. Well, yeah, that was like
2: 20, 2021 or twenty nineteen.
0: I'm showing twenty eleven.
2: I feel like I was COVID testing for that. Are you sure?
1: Well, that might just have been your cautious approach to to life and work.
2: Yeah, it's funny. I I thought I was working. I
1: think. Yeah, I'm. I'm seeing this. at My computer showing the same thing. Kelly's is that this. That's um, well, yeah, funny.
0: Prior right, to which in would have been actually when, we were in the thick of of filming. Yeah, so funny, huh? Well, listen, we don't need to split hairs here. I'm um, happy to hear that you're still working and still s- staying fulfilled and and loving life. I hope.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm. I know. I don't. I wouldn't say that I'm loving life at all. But it's it's. Uh, if I'm believing I'm living. Is kind of what we say in the shop.
0: Gosh, oh, love know? that An intense world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh, Got to get in there. Well, thank you again, Patricia, and you better believe we'll bug you probably to come to another episode, or even just to tell us what it is that you guys call actors back there. I gotta know.
2: I'll give you a hint. It starts with the a consonant.
0: Oh, okay, the plot that narrows begins. it down.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just gave it away. Oh, but I, could I plug
0: something? Yes, please. Oh, of course. We'd love.
2: You can hear more about my family. There's a movie made about us. Uh, It's coming out (laughs) pretty soon. Okay. All right. And uh, directed by my uncle, Steven Spielberg.
0: That is so cool. It's
2: called Famemans. It's about my family. So you can check it out.
0: Oh, my God. And co-produced and co-written by Tony Kushner. Wow, what star power behind this.
2: A lot of props in Angels in America. A lot of props. Meryl Streep was a prop because she came in...
0: Floating. She came in floating, so that's a prop. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you also to Kelsey Bailey for our logo and to John Purcell for our theme music and for mixing the show.
1: You can follow us at writing around pod on Twitter and Instagram
0: and send your thoughts and questions to our email address, RidingAroundPod at gmail.com.
1: Please subscribe, rate us and review us anywhere you find your podcasts. And if you leave your favorite writing around memory in your review, we'll read it in an
0: upcoming show. Come back and join us next week. We'll have another great episode for you that you won't want to miss. See you then i